1: Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and Attention Coach Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, Minding Your Manners with ADHD. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show. Um, and write down the secret word of that show, and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio dot com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. You've heard it from organization experts and others. If you want to get things done, you need to keep to do lists. If all the things you need or want to accomplish keep you up at night, you might think about spending five or ten minutes before bed writing down your list for the following day. Some people prefer to start their day
0: by creating a list. Choose whichever works best for you. To learn more about time management and ADHD, visit chad.org.
1: Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, Ari Tuckman is one of our uh, frequent guests on this show, and the reason Ari is is because he's great. Um, sometimes I have these bird brain ideas on, on, on a topic, and he's the one guy I can usually call up and, and uh, say, hey, I got this concept, and let's, let's riff it. And this is one of them. Literally one time I sent him an email and said, hey, ADHD and manners as a self-regulation exercise. He totally got it. We jumped on. We did an interview about this without having any conversation about it, and it turned out spectacular. Later, we ended up writing an article for Attention Magazine. Because there's a lot of great content and people are coming out with stuff all the time, often shows like this that were done many years ago are difficult to find. So we re-release them as a means to kind of bring them to the top. I think you really enjoy this interview. Um, it, we do use manners, um, the concept of manners, but we use it in the context of ADHD to kind of help
2: you manage your ADHD. With that, let's roll the tape. Ari, right, welcome to the show. It is always a pleasure to be here. Whenever I get an email from you, I'm always happy to do it.
1: <laughs> so real quickly, everybody, I'm an athlete by trade, and I'm an ADHD coach, and I've been looking at attention for years, having conversations with Dr. Tuckman, and it's, it's really kind of interesting because when we think of exercise and practicing, we think about athletics, maybe a tennis player practicing their serve or a basketball or shooting baskets. Those are exercises that you do and that you practice in order to develop a skill. And more and more I'm looking at those with ADHD needing to develop self-regulation skills and exercises that they do to do that. And this show was really born out of that because the other day I was pausing and holding a door open for a woman who was moving relatively slow, and I felt myself getting anxious waiting for her. And I began to realize, wait a second, I need to exhibit a level of self-regulation or self-control here and then began to realize that was missing from our world, at least in, in today's society, and I began to reflect back on all those things that you learn that take manners that I think are self-regulation exercises, so I reached out to Ari about just kind of talking about in that context, so I'm Ari, when you got the email and I pitched this to you, what went through your head first, and what are
2: your thoughts? Okay, so I say this every time that we do an interview these days, I'm always like, man, that's can't, that's got to be like the last topic we, that's possible <laughs> to think of. And yet, here we go again, another awesome topic. So I think, it, I think it's absolutely right because, you know, in a way, good manners is really all about inhibition. You know, it's all about not doing that first thing that you would kind of like to do. Um, so – you know, like if you think about it, um, you know, good manners, there's no good manner of when something is suddenly flying at your head, you shouldn't duck, you know, like, cause that's like uh-huh. the thing that you should do. So yep. manners is all about waiting. It's about holding your needs in the moment in being either mindful of other people, of being aware of the social situation. It's about some sort of delay of gratification. So manners is all about not doing the thing that you really want to do in that moment. And of course, what we know about ADHD is that it's not really about attention and it's not really about hyperactivity. I mean, that's a piece, but that's like a small piece that it's really yep. about self-regulation. It's about holding and not just responding to that external stimulus or not responding to that internal thought or feeling. So that's manners. And look to learn manners
1: is an exercise that you do with your kids and sometimes adults in order for them to develop those social habits that are judged positively, but the practice of that at a regular on a regular basis to me is just like an exercise in order to develop the skill of inhibit or self-regulation or whatever, it makes some sense. And so again, I think that we've lost some of that in our society. And I think, you know, back when I was growing up, sitting there to do that, I began to realize that was actually helping me develop
2: my skills of inhibition or self-regulation. Right. Right. That it's about, you know, it's about waiting and not just responding to the feeling of the moment. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, if you think about like online etiquette versus in-person etiquette, I think that's part of the problem, that yep. <clears throat> there's not much there that stops people from just responding in the moment. And that's why there's yep. all sorts of stupid things being said online and, you know, pointless arguments that nobody convinces anything of because everyone yep. is just reacting in the moment. Absolutely. So let me ask you, are, in your opinion, in your
1: work, is it safe to say that it's more difficult for those with ADHD to uh, practice and or mind their manners on a regular basis, given
2: their challenges with self-regulation? Absolutely. You know, as Russell Barkley has famously said, ADHD is not a disorder of knowing what to do. It's a disorder of doing what you know. So, you know, someone with ADHD knows, don't interrupt people, don't, go charging through the door without holding it for the slow person behind you don't i don't know start eating before everybody else has been served so like knowing the basic social rules is pretty easy you know the challenge of course is the doing of it and you know so this is partly why social skills groups although perhaps beneficial for folks a bit more on the kind of autism asperger spectrum where they don't get those social rules as well. Social skills groups are helpful for those folks, but they're not helpful for folks with ADHD because what happens is the kid usually, because they tend not to have these for adults as much, like the kid does fine in the group and then does exactly the same stuff 20 minutes later at home. You know, exactly the same stuff that got him into the group in the first place 20 minutes later at home. So the knowing of it is the easy part, but it's the doing of it a million yep. times a day in a million different situations. So I love what you said. I want to go
1: to a break. Before we go, Ari, do you think that it's a, a self-regulation exercise for parents of those with ADHD to teach their kids manners, I want you to think about that during the break, and when mm. we come back, I want to talk about that real quick. Everybody, learn more about Ari e. Tuckman, and I look well, to learn more. You should learn more about Ari e. Tuckman. You need to go to his website adultadhdbook.com. With that, we'll be right back after these messages. Our secret word tonight
0: is manners. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio.
1: Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com.
2: And now, back to Attention Talk Radio.
1: Welcome back here We're with Ari Tuckman having a great conversation about minding your manners as in the context of practicing and exercises as a way to develop self-regulation skills. And before the break, Ari, I was asking you, is teaching your kids manners actually an, a, a, self-regula- a self-regulation exercise for the parents, particularly for those
2: parents of ADHD kids? What do you think? I think it absolutely is. So – you know, because of course, as parents, our first response when our kids aren't doing what you know we want them to be doing, whether that's reasonable or not, um, when they're not doing it is frustration. you know, so we get angry and frustrated that our kids are off task, and therefore it takes a certain amount of self-regulation on the part of the parents to not overreact to what our kids are doing, to when they're off task. so Um, So absolutely, you know, it's a matter of inhibiting that first response and instead to provide what is hopefully a better response. And of course, this is part of why, you know, reactive parents with ADHD tend to have, you know, more kind of oppositional behavior from their reactive kids with ADHD because neither of them has that ability Not all the time, but sometimes, you know, that they they can't access that ability to slow down, to pause, and to choose that better response. So it's it's funny because I was interviewing Melissa Orlov at the Chad
1: conference on some other issues for Attention Talk Video, and this kind of came at me. It just dawned on me is that when you're a parent, when you're when you're a parent and you're trying to work with your kid with ADHD. To learn minding their manners and they're struggling with it, then it's difficult because you get frustrated with it. In the same way the kid has got to pause, direct an action back on himself to change his behavior, to change the future, in other words, to pause and override using executive function, the, the parent needs to do the exact same thing in as much as over pause and, 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 and inhibit their frustration to be more patient in that situation. And I'm describing this, Ari, because it's actually kind of cool when you think about it, because the parent has got to learn as much about self-regulation as the ADHD yeah. kid learning the manners. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny, because if you're frustrated with your kid, just watch with the frustration with yourself, because it's, it's yeah. not ADHD, but
2: it's the same skill we're trying to teach. So thoughts on that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it absolutely is. And, and let's be honest, as much as we love them and would take a bullet for them, there is nobody in your life who will make you crazier than your kids do, you know, whether they have ADHD, whether you have AD, like whatever, like our kids and our romantic partners are probably mostly our kids make us the craziest because we care so much about them, you know, so unlike a stranger yep, where yep. you're like, ugh, what a moron, whatever. when it's our kids, we have a lot emotionally invested in what they do. And we're, and we're worried for them and we want good things for them. So when they, you know, act like a knucklehead at a family event, it, you know, besides being angry and and feeling like it reflects badly on us, there's also that fear of like, Oh man, what future, what does the future hold for this one? If this is what he or she is doing. So, um, so absolutely there's that self, it begins, with self-regulation. It begins with kind of managing our own response before we kind of bring anybody else into it, you know, before we respond and then see what they do with it. So, so yeah, I mean, and and this is part of, you know, like it used to be that like it was believed that ADHD was caused by bad parenting. And part of the reason is that more difficult kids to parent bring out more negative parenting behavior, from the parents that they have. So, um, you know, so stressed out reactive parents who are, have just been kind of worn down by a kid who's off task more will therefore respond more negatively. Um, So it totally makes sense. And I think that, you know, this is where kind of that, that manner stuff comes in that, you know, kids with ADHD are not, you know, they're not like burning down the school. It's not like big, seriously delinquent behavior. It's just that like, Slow wearing down. It's you know, it's interrupting. It's stepping on toes. It's grabbing something when they shouldn't. It's you know, it's a lot of little tiny stuff. And I think a lot of them really, it is that kind of manners stuff. Like I never really thought about it, but I think that that I think that is what it is. It's like that little. It's the social niceties kind of stuff. It absolutely is. Absolutely is.
1: All right, I want to go to a break in a second, but before we go, what else I also want you to think about this is when to come back, I want to talk about how, because we've talked about manners and self-regulation, and parents having to do the same thing and self-regulate themselves and helping their kids use manners to kind of self-regulate. The big question of, we all know that this sounds good, but how do you do that? It's interesting to me because more and more, as I study the word "how," there's actually an art to how. It's, hmm. it's this thing – because I know how to operate a toilet, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean I know how the inside of it works, and it doesn't hmm. necessarily mean that I understand like the fundamentals of plumbing and stuff like that. So how is actually – it's, a, it's an adverb, but it's really like a, a, a pronoun. It means something. So when we come back, I want to talk about this because I think that the fun thing for me in coaching is to actually kind of address the house. So everybody, we'll get back to that in a second. As we go to break, you need to go check out Ari Tuckman's website at adultsadhdbook.com. With that, we'll be right back after these messages.
0: Our secret word tonight is manners. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio.
1: Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR.
0: Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. All
1: right, everybody, we are having another spectacular interview with Dr. Ari Tuckman on a really cool topic about self-regulation and manners. And before the break, I started talking about how a little bit, uh, Dr. Tuckman, and the implementation, like how do you do this with your kids? And as much as we want to go on the Internet, look on social media, and say, hey, here's the trick. Here's the one, two, three, four that makes it really, really pretty easy. Sometimes how is just hard. I don't know how you can help your kids learn self-regulation and particularly like using manners as a means to do that. I don't know how you can do – I don't know how you shortcut that other than you just have to sit down and do it. I mean an athlete might – like a golfer might buy better technology – that has a bigger sweet spot. So they don't slice and cook, but they still have some fundamental things. But the end of the day, if you're going to learn how to swing, if you're going to learn self-regulation skills, if you're going to be a competitive athlete, there's a certain amount of, you just have to do it. And there's no other way to do it than just doing it. And that can be hard. You know, any shortcuts on this, or is it actually just something that you just, it's it's a process.
2: I think it's a process. And I think it's a process of a few things. I think some of it is, Brain development and maturation, you know, but as I say, getting older is not exactly a treatment intervention. Um, But certainly (laughs) as your kid gets older, they'll have more self-regulation. They'll have more of that pause before they respond. Um, I think medication also can certainly help in terms of giving that pause and accessing those, you know, manners that they know of, but they don't use. Um, And by the way, the problems of ADHD are not really or not at all only academic. You know, I know plenty of parents of kids I see who would wish that it was only academic. You know, it's the social, it's the friend part that's really the thing that breaks hearts. Yep. So it's that. I think it's also about having the right expectations and not saying, you know, now that he's 10, he should be able to whatever. because you know what, I don't know if he should or shouldn't, but he isn't. So yep. clearly he doesn't have that skill. If your kid was short, you wouldn't say, well, now that he's 10, he should be able to read that, reach the second level of the shelves or something. You know? so, like, so I think it's a matter of having the right expectations. But I think also then if you can't get them to do the right thing the first time, then the thing to do is to pause and to pause them and give their brain a second to engage – So they can do the right thing at least the second time, you know, so like to fix the thing that they didn't do right the first time um, without you overreacting to it. So like you as the adult to pause, to get them to pause, this is certainly easier said than done, but to get them to pause and to then do that better thing that they couldn't do the first time. Because it's not necessarily the first bad thing that damages relationships. It's the not fixing it. And, The the fixing it part we have way more control over than the not doing it in the first place part. Very well said. What I think that I really like what you said as
1: a part of that at the beginning was it's about expectations, which is why I think I walked in and said, this is hard stuff, everybody, adjust expectations. There's no quick fix. And while you were talking about expectations, it reminded me back of an experience that I had when I was a high adventure scout leader in Boy Scouts, and we we had these kids that were Eagle Scouts or they were just becoming Eagle Scouts, and there was an expectation that these kids would walk the walk and talk the talk, and somebody came to me and said, well, no, we're developing Eagle Scouts. The fact that they got their ego means they've learned the skill sets they're still practicing them to be that so we're we're just kind of got them to the beginning of the journey and it changed my expectations that everybody that I'm working on scouts is they're not independent it's that in training and the expectation here is as you work with your kids and practice these types of like manners and stuff to build self-regulation skills it's a journey not necessarily the end and if you see it as something as a journey and not just know an end then you actually realize that these are exercises that you have to practice and they take some patience and when you walk into a room realize you're going to have some difficulty and you need to self-regulate yourself to teach your kids to
2: self-regulate so
1: all that being said anything you want to add to that
2: Yeah, I think it's absolutely right. I mean, you know, we cannot hold our kids to higher expectations than we hold ourselves. Or we cannot expect them to behave better than we do. That will virtually never work out. So, so yeah, I mean, it does begin with us as the adult, either the parent or the teacher or the whatever. But, like, if we're losing it, there's no way the kid is going to behave better than we are. You know, yep. Um, yep. so that's the first thought. But I think that, you know, I've kind of got this line that I've been using a lot lately because I feel like it it just really kind of works in a lot of situations. But it's that satisfaction is a function of experience versus expectations. So, you know, it's kind of like you don't go to McDonald's and expect a gourmet meal. You know, what you go to yep. McDonald's for is something quick and cheap that satisfies the need for salt and grease, but you don't expect health food, you don't expect phenomenal service. It's just like it's functional, you know? So if your expectation matches the situation, you're more likely to feel happy about it. So a lot of the work that I do when I'm working with parents of kids or teens or young adults with ADHD is, having the right expectations for now that doesn't mean dumbed down expectations. It doesn't mean less expectations. It means having the right expectations what can this person do in some sort of a reliable and consistent kind of a way. And if they can't do this thing that we want them to do, then clearly the method is wrong and let's find some better way to make it happen. So I think that, you know, in terms of the manners stuff, I mean, yes, absolutely. We need to teach our kids to have good manners because we might be forgiving, but other people in the world will indeed judge them for how they present themselves. But to be appropriate in the expectation and to not, I don't know, make giant fights over small things because then you'll never run out of things to be fighting about um and you know especially if we're talking about kids or teenagers with adhd who develop a little bit more slowly in these self-regulation ways so like the 15 year old in some ways functions like a 12 or 13 year old when it comes to manners when it comes to managing homework you know to sort of meet them where they're at and then to to go from there so um so i think that it, it also for them for the person with adhd it makes success feel more achievable because if they feel like it's this impossible situation, that's not motivating. Like we give up when it feels impossible. So, you know, we want them to feel like it's within limits and that it isn't this thing of like, they're always being told that they're wrong. Um, Especially if there's too many other places in their life where they're being told that they're wrong. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Well,
2: we only have a minute or two left, but before we wrap this up, any final thoughts or comments or anything that uh, we didn't share that you wanted to put out there? Um, I think just my grandmother and my mother-in-law will be very proud of you for doing a thing on manners. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Touche. But touché. it is important. It is important. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's all kidding aside, like this is important stuff because we do get judged by others based on how we present ourselves.
1: Yeah, well, I I, – the the one thing that I – I am starting to switch. I've been doing these interviews for so long, paying attention to attention, and I I have to tell you, Ari, I am looking more particularly at self-regulation as a skill that you have to develop, like uh, a tennis serve or shooting free throws or something that's there, and that requires you to do certain exercises and practice those exercises in order to develop those skills. And more and more, I look at ADHD as – developing self-regulation skills, which requires, the course, the, the, the awareness of it. But manners is something that I think that is something that's been used in the past that nobody ever looked at it as a self-regulation exercise that should be practiced to develop the skills. And you can disagree mm-hmm. with me or you can agree with me, but if this clicks for you, I think it changes the way – as a parent, that you might be doing things. So rather than walk in and say, hey, listen, I need to teach my kids manners just for the sake of it, realize that this is actually bigger. You're teaching them that byproduct of manners, but if you look at it as an attention exercise to help them regulate, say let's not you know, wait till everybody sees before you eat, hold the car door, mind your manners, wait your turn you know, don't speak until you're spoken mm-hmm. to that these actually develop the skills and it's a very practical, functional way as a parent that over a long period of time you can develop that. So before
2: we turn the, 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 the exit music on, any last thoughts? Well, just I think you're right. I mean, I think you're absolutely right that this is opportunities to practice and train and whether it's a parent or whether it's a romantic partner who kicks you under the table, that's okay. Yep. But that it's someone who it's that it's that somebody else who whose brain is stopping and pausing and saying, Ooh, wait a sec, don't do that thing you're about to do. And to then, you know, sort of give the advice nicely and then to take the advice nicely. What even if it's just a kick under the table, that's still advice as far as I'm concerned. So, (laughs) so yeah, I think it's it's interesting stuff. Touche, touche. All right. Thanks again for coming on the show. I always
1: love these doing these topics. Um, See if I can come up with another challenge one, although you already got me ciphering on the whole satisfaction equals experience and expectation. I, you, know, you might be hearing from me on that real soon. How's that?
2: All right. Bring it on.
1: Um, all right, everybody. Go check Ari's website out, adultadhdbook.com. Um, with that, we hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.